Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Rugby with Pads. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while for a couple of reasons. Um, one, it's just been really busy. Uh, I had actually recorded a couple of episodes last week, but thanks to uh, the wonders of technology, um, an hour plus worth of content over a couple of episodes was deleted um, thanks to my ignorance on setting up OBS, which is what I'm going to be recording on moving forward. So I've got audio and video. Um, hopefully you've got the settings right this time. It's in the off season. I'm going to be playing around with things. I've always said that. But um, yeah, it's just been, been really busy as well. But it's been about a month um, and not much has happened, really. We still haven't seen where Aaron Rodgers is going. We still don't know what Lamar's going to be doing. But we do have this thing coming up. Um, what is it? Oh, yeah. In about, sorry, that sounded really lame. In about 10 days' time, we have the NFL draft coming up. Um, starts next Thursday. I'm really excited about it. If you've been following me on Twitter, you've seen I've been commenting on quite a bit of stuff, and I've actually produced my first ever official first round mock draft. I am throwing my hat in the ring with the analysts and seeing what I can do. I probably can't do. <laughs> I'll probably get a lot of it wrong, but I'm, I'm looking to give it a try anyway. Um, so that's what today's episode is going to be about. Today's episode is going to be my draft preview, but this isn't just any draft preview. This is the Rugby With Pads draft preview. This is what you guys as fancy football players, maybe beginners, maybe more experienced, maybe intermediates, anyone between should care about. And realistically, when I was looking at this, I was breaking it down and do you really care where the Georgia defensive end is going to go? Well, yeah, it's going to contribute to a defense, but defense being the poorest position in fantasy. No, we don't care about that. We we don't care about all of the edge rushes and all of the guards and where they're going to go. Yeah, they're going to be really interesting where they do go. And I think they could provide a lot of value down the stretch, but I want to take a viewpoint on this of where are the fancy assets, where are the skill players really going to land and how is that going to affect your team and how you're going to draft. And for a lot of you um, playing Dynasty, uh, there might not be many of you, but I, I play Dynasty and we'll be doing a couple of episodes coming up about the Road to Redemption, my Dynasty series where I've gone from first to worst and I'm looking to uh, climb myself back up the ranks somewhat. We'll be looking at, uh, at those players who are really going to be important and we'll use that as the basis for today's episode so today's episode we're going to do we're going to look at a little bit of a mock around dynasty rookies we're going to look at my first round mock and then we're going to look at, at what i refer to as the players we care about the players who are landing in the first couple of rounds and where we think they could go and what i want to do i thought would be an interesting exercise is do we think they're going to be landing in a better position post-draft? I mean, we all, we all have seen some of the tape on, on these guys. We all know Bryce Young is, not, not Bryce Young, sorry. Bryce Young is going to go first or second. CJ Stroud is going to go first or second as well. And Bijan Robinson is going to be the 101 in fantasy, regardless of whatever format, because he's just so naturally talented. He is the next coming of Saquon Barkley. But when we're looking at where they probably will go and that's going to be a bit based on some analysts that i've looked at i've done a couple of mock drafts and i've looked at a bit of a consensus ranking where do we think they're actually going to go and do we think their value is going to increase or decrease because of that and i've i've got a little bit of commentary across the board across them so let's take a look into that and what we'll come out with was what is our most likely to bust candidate based on where they could go 
what's the guy with the greatest variance and I think could be a bit of a wild card and could drop in drafts to you as well and where I think there is the most value we'll, we'll look we'll di- dive into 10 or 11 players in in you know kind of key first round players and key uh, the top end of their position but we'll look at a couple of others as well who I think are going to be interesting because it's I think this is a, a really interesting rookie draft class and it's the first time I've said that in a while because last year was just weird apart from the wide receivers wide receivers was brilliant last year the quarterbacks were so poor but this year we've got a load of fantastic quarterbacks we've got a load of we've got a couple of really interesting running backs and although it drops off and we'll get into it a little bit at wide receiver i think we have some talent that's going to be available to us so without further ado let's take a look at my draft Obviously, for those of you watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see my screen now. For those of you not, I'll try and do my best to describe um, what we've got going on here. But ultimately, what sorry, not ultimately, what we've got going on here is on the right hand side, we've got a, a copy of the mock draft from my dynasty redraft. The dynasty draft? Oh, you know what I mean. Dynasty rookie draft. So um, every year in Dynasty, you keep the same team, but you draft new rookies every year. So this is all of the rookies that we've done. And I've done a couple of mock drafts, and this seems to be about the consensus that I've seen. I've done some um, across with uh, other users um, on Twitter, and it's kind of lands across this and this is based on a super flex format super flex being you can play any position in your flex um, so it could be a qb so it's effectively for many it turns into a two qb and i think this is the way most people play dynasty so this is where i'm going with our, our rankings but you'll see a lot of names here that you know i've already mentioned Bijan robinson um anthony richardson we've talked a lot about jackson smith and jigba but there might be some names that for the initiated amongst you, you might not know too much about. Jameer Gibbs, for example, is a really interesting um, player who I think will probably go quite high in the second round. We'll have to see where he goes. Um, Quentin Johnson, maybe a second round flyer as well. Zach Charbonnet, maybe a third round. A lot of people talking about him being the replacement for um, Joe Mixon, should he go as well. Um, There's a lot to look at here. And unless you're in it every which way you're probably not going to know every single rookie coming out and that's what the the draft process is for to get you know to get you to know those rookies and see where they're going to be and um ultimately yeah when you get to the end of training camp and rookie minicabs and preseason you know who you're going to be drafting this is the kind of intro to it but for dynasty players they need to know what they're talking about when it comes to predicting future success now in Dynasty, typically the first round is, yeah, you've got to hit on it. You can lose your draft in the first round. Um, you can never always win it, though. Second round is where you start to see a bit more value. So we're going to be focusing mainly on first round players because there's a lot of information about them there. And we know roughly where they're going to go because these guys are going to be probably drafted in the first couple of rounds. And most people don't do mock drafts um, after the first couple of rounds. Some people do it to four and you're starting to see players like, um, uh, is it Trent McKee? Here we go. Tanner McKee, sorry. I, even I don't know. <laughs> going places. Um, uh, Darnell Washington as well. You know, some really interesting players who will be great role players. And, and these rookies, we're not expecting to be superstars off the bat, but expecting to fulfill their need. Now, on the left-hand side, um, we've got my, my rock, mock draft. Now, it's not a mock fantasy draft. This is where I think players are going to go. So I've done the first two rounds. I'm only showing the first round here. And um, I'll t- I've focused on where the 
important players are going to be and maybe because of that i've pushed a couple of players a bit higher but wish casting a little bit but i think it's re relatively accurate and i think it's probably similar to what we're going to be able to see um i don't think i'll be getting world records and getting 21 out of 31 right <laughs> like um one of the the analysts on underdog fancy did last year was it the year before but anyway um if i can get five or six hits and a couple of players in the right places this is, isn't accounting any trades in the first round of which i think there will be many it was just too hard and too messy to, to look at but this is the kind of players i think people are going to go for so what we'll do is we'll start from the top and think about where our superstars are going to go and yeah i think the panthers and and texans Barring them moving around, the Panthers won't move around. Panthers will be getting a QB, and I think it's nailed on. All the odds say it's going to be Bryce Young now. Um, I think he's maybe shown a bit more in the interview process for them, and I think he's going to be a... He'll be solid. I think he'll be dependable, and I think he'll be a franchise QB for the next 5, 10 years. I think he, he will be great. He's got all of it about him. The only question is his size. He's not going to get any bigger, but they're going to be based around it, and Panthers have a great run game and a great offensive line to protect him. CJ Stroud is, is um, my number two here. You've got to think the Texans are going to go for quarterback, but there is some murmurings that the fact that CJ Stroud actually has the same... I'm getting... need to get this right and make sure it's not rumours. But I believe he has the same agent as Deshaun Watson. Texans and Deshaun Watson obviously have a very checkered history. Maybe that will decline. I don't know. Maybe they'll move back and, and look to get some more value. Maybe Will Levis or Anthony Richardson later on. But I think if we're looking at them picking at number two, as picking up CJ Stroud. The Cardinals are in the no man's land. They're in a rebuild. They're not going to have Kyler Murray for the start of the season. It's a bit weird. But I put them with the top rated cornerback in Devon Witherspoon here, um, mainly because they're likely to lose some of their secondary. But a Baker's making noise, I think, is a good value pick. And that's the one where I think it won't happen. They might pick Edge. They might pick Jalen Carter because he's undoubtedly possibly the best um, athlete in the draft. We'll have to see. And then at four, I've got um, Anthony Richardson going to the Colts. Not a place I want him to go, um, but a place I think he might. Um, if he goes there, I would suspect that Gartner Minshew might start and then he'll be bedded in slowly because he's that raw talent. I think he's really exciting. But for fantasy, I don't want him to go there. I want him to go somewhere that he'll play and he will. they will build something around him. I think the Colts are in that bit of a weird... They're just in a weird rebuild at the moment, aren't they? And number five, the Seahawks have a luxury pick. I've got them picking Will Anderson. Um, no one that for fantasy purposes you're, you're going to care about, but there's a need for them. I've got Lions, who I think played fantastically well and have got a great draft opportunity here to really solidify their team and build, again, build towards the NFC North uh, title. They've taken Jalen Carter. Um, I've got um, the Raiders picking a tackle uh, because they seem to pick tackles all the time in the first round. We'll see how that goes. Um, and then I've got the, our first wide receiver off the board. Uh, I've got Quentin Johnson. Now I've gone Quentin Johnson simply because of the the complementary talents talents I think he has to Drake London. We'll have to see where that goes. Obviously, a lot of people are saying Jackson Smith and Jigbu is the best best uh, wide receiver in the draft. A lot of people are saying Zay Flowers or higher could go higher. It's a bit of a weird one, but I do think there is a tier drop off. But the skill set that Jackson Smith and Jigbo and Quentin Johnson have are very different. So we'll see where that goes. But I've got Quentin Johnson going to the Falcons. Then I've got Bears taking an edge um, at Tyree Wilson. 
big old guy. He he might be the Trayvon Walker of this draft, that, that athletic freak, but a bit raw. Um, I've got the Eagles shoring up after a Super Bowl run um, on their defensive line. Um, then I've got the aforementioned Jackson Smith and Jigba, JSN, I'm going to refer to him at, as going to the Titans. Um, the Titans, who desperately need that. They desperately need a wide receiver to complement whatever they have. They don't really have anything. I, I'm trying to think about who who's going to be in their receiving core. Maybe it's a bit of a weird one because maybe actually they need to go for a quarterback and you know change the style of play. I would love to see them trade up and go for Anthony Richardson, but I think 11th to 3rd or 4th, it's a bit of a, a bit of an ask there. I don't think um, that the Colts are going to cha- trade with them in division. Whether the Texans will, however, that could be really interesting because the Texans, are, they're not going to go for it this year. They can't. They, they don't have the ability to do it. And it's Jacksonville's AFC South, you would expect. Whether that will happen, I don't know. But I've got them taking a receiver. And I think regardless if jackson smith and jigbit is somewhere in the afc south i think his he will fare more or less the same um i've then got lucas van ness who i think is a great talent going to the texans again a lot of afc uh, south here um paris johnson i've got miles murphy um sorry going for the jets and sorry i'm gonna look at my um my other side here um you've got miles murphy going to the patriots i think could be interesting again uh, it's a luxury pick for them whether the pats will do something weird we don't know um i've got actually green bay taking an edge defender not a tight end this early on simply because i think they're just going to put up with what they've got with jordan love because i think they need to assess whether jordan love is the person to build around first but they do need to build around some level of defense and then finally um another one who's relevant to um uh, to fancy football at uh, 16 i've got the washington commanders taking will levis now i think with all the moving and shaking within washington um the commander's ownership changing hands potentially in the next couple of days we'll see how that goes i think they could make a bigger spice than this i think they could be trading up to sixth or fifth potentially even third and giving up a lot to get their qb of the future but if will levis were to land to them i think they would snap their snap his hand off he, he's i think he's a fantastic talent despite what everyone's um kind of saying about him and i've got him going to uh washington we've then got um christian gonzalez going to uh, the cornerback going to steelers again a, a, an interesting um pickup and i think you know bringing back the steel curtain is what they want to do over there and then i've got another luxury pick but i think a fantastic pick for fantasy i've got dalton kincaid going to the lions at 18. Dalton Kincaid may not be the best tight end in this draft, but I think he provides much a much more rounded player than maybe Michael Meyer. Is it Michael Meyer? Yes, Michael Meyer or um, someone like Darnell Washington. I think he's going to be a fluid pass catcher. He's going to be effective in all parts of the game and be a red zone threat as well. Maybe not quite as much as Michael uh, Meyer will be, but I think he'll be fantastic. Um, I've got the Tampa Bay at 19, rebuilding their defensive interior with Brian Breezy. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, I then got the Seahawks with another luxury pick, um, taking guard Osiris Torrance. Um, and I'm not making up these names, I promise. And then a really interesting pick for the Chargers with Joey Porter Jr. Now, this could change massively depending on whether they keep Eckler on. I think they will keep Eckler on. I hope they do. Um, but there's a lot of talk about them drafting a running back because they're going to run Eckler into the ground and maybe he'll refuse to play. We don't know. We'll have to see. 
Um, I've got Lamar Jackson getting another weapon in Zay Flowers, uh, 22, which I think they will go potentially for two wide receivers in this draft because they need it. I think they might even trade away Richard Bateman depending, because there's been a lot of noise there, but we'll have to see uh, where that goes. Um, I've got the Vikings taking a cornerback because they have a shaky, shaky secondary. The Jags taking an edge defender to pair with last year's um, fantastic Trayvon Walker. He wasn't, well, he wasn't fantastic. He wasn't same as Aiden Hutchinson, but he was good. Um, I've got Brian Branch, um, this first safety off the board going to the New York Giants. It just feels like a very, he's a very hard hitting guy. I feel like that's a very New York pick. And then our 101 going to, drum roll please, if you're following along, you'll know who it is, but it is the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got Tony Pollard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, they've paid him. They've paid him reluctantly, I think. They've paid him enough to keep him on and it's a big jump for him because he was a perennial backup in Pollard was but it's only the franchise tag they didn't pay him well uh, I think once bitten twice shy and I think they could run him into the ground and B. John Robinson could be the next coming of Saquon as we've said before I've then got another bit run on uh, pass catches the Bills taking Jordan Addison they need number two like nothing else and then the Bengals going for Michael Mayer which I think is a bit more of a luxury pick but I think Nick really, he's got play in the in line play, play in run play, everything. He he's got he's got a lot of talents, and I think at that point it's a a very talented pick. Plus, he can possibly actually protect Burrow a little bit as well. Um, I've got the Saints taking a cornerback in Emmanuel Forbes, the Eagles taking Broderick Jones at tackle, and finally at the end of the draft. Although I think they will draft up to pick someone up. Uh, elsewhere I've got um, Kansas City taking Felix I'm not even going to pronounce it something Uzoma there um, for those of you reading seeing on screen please correct me or you know let me know in the comments um, what his actual name is so it's a bit of an interesting set of players here really but you'll notice within the mock draft there's only one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven eleven out of the 31 players who are fancy relevant who are on the offense and who are going to make impact to you so those are the guys we're going to be focusing on the guys who will be going in the first 10 11 picks of your rookie drafts who are going to be relevant in the later rounds um, of your redraft as well but there's a few more players we want to look at as well. So we will go down the down the end a little bit and look at a couple of players who have hit out and I think will have stronger chances of landing spots. But you'll see, I'll flash it up on screen in a second. What I've done is I've looked at all of the mock drafts that are out there and taken a taken a view and what is the consensus and what is the kind of likely alternative position they're going to be landing. And that's where we're presented with rookies we care about. I'll keep the um, the mock draft on the left hand side of the screen. But um, yeah, for, the, for those of you listening on audio only, I've taken you know seven or eight different um, industry drafts and looked at where they're positioning those players, taken a bit of a consensus and thought well, I used a bit of jiggery pokery and looked at where we're going to think they're, where they're going to land. But and we're going to go through them in the first few positions, effectively the guys who are going to go all in the first round and maybe a couple of others if we've got some time. So for the great unveiling, you'll probably guess who's going to be number one because I've talked about him a lot. We have, of course, B. John Robinson. So what you're seeing on the left is 
actually my third draft and that's what we just went through i, I did a, a two rounder with um with without trades and i did one with trades as well and then kind of landed upon right, where does everything feel right before i release my final but i've included that in my consensus and i've included that in with all of the other, what the other analysts are thinking as well so i've got everyone from mel kuiper charles davis rhett lewis jeremiah uh, daniel jeremiah and bucky brooks as well so those are guys i trust and who've got really good track records uh, in in recent history as well um, and who are yeah really are draft analysts as well so we've taken a look at those guys and then looked at where the consensus is where the alternative option could be and where i want to talk about because i think it could actually be interesting we'll start with Bijan robinson and I think the consensus across the industry is that he may well go to the Eagles. And that leaves me baffled. I think a lot of people are, are drafting him to the Eagles because he will be, he's a running back. He will be going late in the first round if he goes in the first round at all. And it's maybe a bit of a flyer of a pick for, for the Eagles. The Eagles have that luxury pick up at 30 because they've navigated free agency so well. But I like the idea of, well, <laughs> The alternate for that and the alternate semi-consensus is actually the Lions. And that's a weird pick, but I, I kind of see it a little bit more. Mainly because the Lions have multiple first-round picks. They might trade back a little bit to, to give them a bit more room and give, give them a few more picks. So they might be trading back you know, into position of, uh, of the, um, the Cowboys, the Cowboys who may have a higher need at tight end potentially. Although I'm predicting they have Michael Mayer available to them. We'll have to see how that goes. I realise I'm picking apart my own draft. Maybe I'll do a version four before the um before, before it all starts. But I think the consensus is Eagles, and I don't like it because the Eagles have such a crowded backfield, and you couldn't trust any single running back in their system. The alternate is, as I mentioned, the the Lions. I think they've David Montgomery. Yeah, I think he's good. He 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 takes a lot of snaps in the red zone. Uh, they obviously don't trust DeAndre Swift in the red zone as much. Could he be the replacement for them? Yeah, and I'd like him in year two and year three, potentially. He's He'll have a bit more longevity um, there, but ultimately, I, I don't like either of those positions. And does it drop him at all? And that's, that's the colour code I've got here for those of you watching on YouTube. Does it drop him, in my estimations? Yeah, a little bit, if he goes to the Eagles. I don't think he, he will stand out in year one, and he's not someone I'll probably be looking at in redraft formats. Um, however, if he goes to the Lions, maybe it's the same story, but maybe because they are a, a, a very run-heavy team too, maybe he does still have value there. We'll have to see. Where I would like to see him go, and, and my fantasy picks here, uh, ideal spots, would be the Bengals or the Chargers. The Bengals, because they are relatively run-heavy, they have a slow offense, with big plays he's a great pass catcher and there's question marks over Mixon that's that's a really interesting um, position for him I think he would be fantastic there and a must have in probably the first round in redraft as well in in single QB formats and then I've got the charges as well again there's a lot of um, speculation around um, Austin Eckler where he's going to go is he going to stay we'll have to see right let's get on to number two number two in most rookie drafts at the moment is CJ Stroud. Um, and I think CJ Stroud and Bryce Young completely interchangeable. Uh yeah, whether the consensus is the Panthers or Texans. And you know, I'll treat them as the same same player as well because I've treated them exactly the same way. I'm not a QB whisperer. Um and I think first round young QBs 
pick so early it, it's there's such a variance you can either get andrew luck and i don't think anyone's saying that these guys are andrew luck um you could get a kyla murray would be interesting you could get a lamar jackson great and you could get a trevor lawrence even better but trevor lawrence really in his first season was a bit naff and where they're going where they're going in the in either the nfc or afc south i think the level of competition yeah they'll, they'll win a few games and i think they will be solid for fantasy but do i like them as as really really high prospects i think it doesn't do them any harm they're, they're going to be as good as they're going to be in in fantasy um at, at those at those clubs whether it's the panthers whether it's the texans um whether it is you know as I mentioned before someone else who who you know parachutes in to take them i don't know but i think regardless they are almost they are destination proof and i think they are going to be solid regardless um they're not going to be spectacular they'll be a lot better than last year and i think the same goes with with richardson i think he's got a bit more variance i said before i didn't like him to the colts but i think he will be okay but i think it'll only be first second half of the season for dynasty i really like him at the colts because i think they have a better organization than a lot of the others um Although yeah, it didn't really show that last year with the hiring of Jeff Saturday, but they do have the the QB whisperer. As it, um, oh, I, I can't remember their their new head coach's name. I'll have to look it up and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, but their their new um head coach is the guy who made Jalen Hurts good. And talking Jalen Hurts, two hundred fifty five million. Well done, Jalen Hurts. You deserve to get paid there. If he goes to the Titans, however. <laughs> bit more shaky i think he could be used more of that wild cat quarterback <laughs> that sounds a bit weird because yeah that's kind of not what he plays he is a good quarterback uh maybe not as accurate but i think they might play more of a like a wildcat system it's like oh, are they going to run with henry are they going to run with him henry's probably got maybe a year or two left in him yeah at the level that he's been and maybe it's a, a move to really take advantage of that in a, in what is a poor afc south so either of these two player teams with Richardson at the helm, if they manage to to tune it up, I think Titans have a chance of going out and winning it. Whereas the the Colts, maybe it's a it's one for for later on and to change their style of play. But I probably trust the coaching at the Colts better than I do at the Titans. Right, this is where the it differentiates massively from real life draft to fancy draft. So at the one hundred and five. The consensus is Jameer Gibbs is going at the 105. Now you'll see that a lot of players, um, a lot of um, mock drafts didn't have him in the first two rounds or even the even the first three in some instances. But there are a couple of likely scenarios of where he could go. And I think for most, it's either going to be the Chargers or the Eagles. The Chargers, I like for the same reason I like B. Janet the Chargers. Um, if he gets to play behind Eckler, fantastic, that'll work. Um, he could be complimentary, they could split snaps, and I think it could be really, really dynamic. If he goes to the Eagles, he's a lot smaller, and I think he could be drowned out, and he's maybe more akin to Kenneth Gainwell, and he will be a th more of a third down running back. Uh, I don't think he'll be an every down guy, and I think they'll have him mix in with the aforementioned um, Kenneth Gamewell and Boston Scott as well I like it less I like it a lot less and um, yeah not something I'm hugely comfortable with at the 106 we return back into the fold of reality though and uh, where where art meets real life and we've got Jackson Smith and Jigba who I think is possibly the, the best uh, the best 
option um, at a wide receiver. And the consensus is, you know, I th it sticks with me as well. I, th I think the consensus is he will either be a Titan or a Texan. Um, Titans, I, I like, they need they need wide receivers. The Texans need wide receivers as well. I can't remember who they've got anymore. They've got Dalton Schultz. They've got Robert, Robert Woods now. I think, they've, I think they've got Robert Woods as well um, because Brandon Cooks has gone away. They need they need help to catch in the ball, and uh, especially if they're going after a uh, a young um, a young quarterback as well. They're going to need to have someone who pairs them. I think a lot of people pair Jackson Smith and Jigba with C.J. Stroud. Um, that's a nice stack for the Texans as well. And if that happens, I like both of their options because it's a bit more akin to the Jamar Chase Joe Burrow. Get him comfortable, bring someone in he knows, and it makes a transition into the NFL significantly easier. Right, at 107, um, we're continuing on with wide receivers, and we've got Jordan Addison. Um, I think the consensus is he's going to the Chargers, and I like it at the Chargers. Um, I think he could play a fantastic number three, and even we even saw Josh Palmer get a load of reps last year. Um for the charges and be fancy relevant, I guess, behind Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen, who was questionable where he was going to stay, but I think he is staying. I think they've got it nailed down. I think their contract situation has been um, alleviated a little bit. Some others have got him going to the Seahawks. Seahawks are like slightly less because I think there's less Geno throws to go round compared to Herbert, and it's a it's a lesser talent at quarterback. Yes, he was great last year, but he's a lesser talent and. I think the one that stood out to me that was a close second was the Eagles and a close third was the Eagles. I really don't like it there because they are they have a great run game. They're going to stick with that. They've paid Jalen Hurts to be Jalen Hurts, which is that dual threat quarterback. Do they have enough mouths to feed? I, 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 yeah, I think they've got enough mouths to feed at the moment. Would adding Addison be one too many and would it ruin his his? breakout in in rookie yes probably but if you're looking at dynasty maybe um wide receivers break out more so in the second season at the one away i think the consensus is we go back to quarterback uh, especially in super flex as well we've got will levis he will go somewhere and wherever he will go he will be plug and play he's got nfl talent i think Colts, he'll work. Um, I think Vegas could be interesting as well. Um, he'll where well, he'll probably sit behind Jimmy G, who's been paid a relative amount, and uh, I know the the Vegas locals have welcomed him open arms. And uh, finally, we've got Tampa as well. Tampa, I think, could be interesting because they obviously are having a quarterback battle between Kyle Trask and <laughs> Baker Mayfield. What? That's it's just weird. Um, if he goes to Tampa, I think he could win that camp battle, uh, funnily enough, um, and could be starting. So maybe he's a bit more relevant. Plus, it's a weak division. Would be interesting to see him play there as well. Um, at 109, we go back to wide receiver with Quentin Johnson. I think the consensus is that he goes to the Steelers. I don't like that much, though. Um, I think the Steelers wide receiver and pass catching core is, is clogged up. You've got Najee Harris who catches, Pat Frymuth who is a receiving threat at tight end. You've got George Pickens who has got a great relationship with Kenny Pickett now and Deontay Johnson as well who is uh, who is adding a lot to that. Um, yeah, I don't like it that much. The alternative situation is he actually falls a little bit further and the Kansas City Chiefs pick him up. I think he'd be great at the Chiefs. Um, you, you're going to want to be part of that offense, aren't you? However, saying that, 
rookie wide receivers and rookie players at the Chiefs in general until later on in the season. I think Isaiah Pacheco maybe is the the the, the one that I say the exception to the rule, the exception that proves the rule. You know, you've got CEH in the past, uh, Sky Moore in recent memory haven't really performed at that level, and I think they're probably going to stick with Sky Moore and see what he can do as a utility player, especially now they've got um, Kadarius Tony uh, for a full season. I would like to see him at the Bills, though. I think he's got a lot of talent at the Bills. Um, whether he will be a priority for them, we'll have to see, and, and maybe I've got um, the Bills going after someone else. And finally, uh, in the first round, uh, I'm going to do a 10-person draft here. Um, we've got Michael Meyer kicking towards the end. You'll probably see him go early on in the second. First-year tight ends struggle, and we'll have to see how that goes. But a lot of people have him projected going to Green Bay. And Green Bay is obvious. Um, they lost Robert Tunyon. They need help on the line. He's a great blocker. He's great in the end zone. <sighs> yeah, he's, he's going to be a short yardage possession catch kind of guy uh, and he can go up and get it as well it, yeah i think it would he would be fine there but i don't think he's going to light the world on fire especially if jordan love is under center there um but i think if he went to the cowboys he is potentially a, a jason witten reborn kind of guy um i think he would be welcomed with open arms and they would f- create a lot for him so i think more than likely we're going to see him go to the cowboys um i'm thinking now and now i've looked at the, the stats a little bit more here and finally, um, we're, we're going to focus on one last player in, in this bunch here of people who have been drafted to go in the first. We've, we've scoped out to go in the first, but um, we'll be going somewhere um, in to a fancy relevant position um, in your rookie drafts. And uh, yeah, for those of you watching, excuse my spelling errors here, but Zay Flowers, um, I think he's con- <laughs> the consensus is he's going to go to the Giants I, I don't get it though I, I don't like it at all the Giants have so many players that are very similar and Zay Flowers is incredibly similar again I think it's just there's too much there and there's not enough of Daniel Jones throwing to make it relevant um the Chargers I think that's an interesting one same reason that I liked uh, Addison going to the Chargers I think it's maybe a little less talent there maybe bites into the play of some of the other guys already um, but I do like him at the Vikings. I think a couple of couple of guys, including Bucky Brooks, have him going to the Vikings, and that's somewhere that I really like. I don't think he'll interrupt the play too much. Um, they've lost Thielen, uh, KJ Osborne. Hopefully, we get promoted. I really like to see what what sort from him. But I think Zay Flowers can make an impact because um, he is a speedy, speedy guy. But there's a lot of variance there, and, and that brings me around to my boom bust. And, and my variance guys, I think the guy with the greatest variance and where we think he's going to go is probably that man, Zay Flowers. Yeah, he's going to be highly drafted. He, he's probably going to be in your first round on rookie drafts. He, he might even you know drop down to the second if you're lucky, but he's going to be towards the tail end of there. And you could be getting a great player if he goes to the Vikings or the Chargers. I think that's a really good position for him to go to. But if he goes to the Giants, ooh, that's going to be bust potential he could be the next Kadarius Tony before he gets moved to the Chiefs and plays well we never know but I think the guy who's got the biggest bust potential no matter where he goes just because the kind of player he is is my favorite player in this draft and I'm trying to talk myself into not wanting him because I think I'm gonna end up drafting but I've so much risk is that man Anthony Richardson we love the talent we love the potential but I think he has the potential to be the biggest bust now, not on the screen is 
where you'll see my biggest discount. And there, there is a few players in the second and third and fourth round that I think of the real draft who I think will be really valuable. Um, I think Jalen Hyatt is, you know, maybe going to the Eagles as that replacement guy that could be interesting. He's... I think it's it's the same story though. The talent there is already there with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, and are they going to be able to break that up? Maybe. Um, Kincaid, um, I think yeah, he could be. Well, as we, as we looked here, he, he'll probably he's currently going in the end of the second round um, of of rookie draft, but he's got a lot of potential for Michael May. Maybe not quite as much touchdown potential, but maybe more yards. We'll have to see there. Um, Hendon Hooker is a as a backup quarterback to someone established i really like him going to the seahawks or the lions that could be really interesting and he could be really valuable and a a value in the third round but i think the biggest value and i'm going to skip forward a little bit at the start of the fourth round you will probably see marvin mims is it marvin mims i think it is but mims anyway he will be available i know the the last mims in the draft uh, denzel mims uh, who is a wide receiver was rubbish and you wanted to avoid him like the plague but i think mims he's a he's a discount Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah, he hasn't got quite the same um, in him, but he's good. He's really, really good. And his production was fantastic as well. So I think he's going to be someone who will be a big, big story of, of he, he was your fantasy yeah, pickup of the year. And he's someone that I'm going to be targeting at the top of the fourth if I can get him, if he you know, stays down there, unless my league mates are listening and they want to snipe me ahead of that. Um, the, our draft is about three weeks away now and uh yeah i'm making making sure i prepare in advance of that but yeah that, that's the guy who i think that you should be targeting and he will provide a lot more value so even if you overdraft him a little bit he can be really interesting so mims that would be uh, really interesting but beware of zay flowers for that variance and you know i beware on richardson you could get a great player with you know potential to be a lamar and to be a, a league winner for you or you get someone who's going to fizzle out in year one. And that is your lot for this week. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, I say this week, I might come back with another episode later on in the week. I am going to record um, a bonus episode um, where I play Weddle um, and the, the recording only stops when I finish. Uh, well, not when I finish, when I fail. Um, I tried it. It was really fun. I managed to get about 20 picks deep. Let's see if I can learn it. But unfortunately, the file was corrupted. Um, so... We can't see that, so I can't improve it to you. So I'll have to try and prove it to you again and beat my score of 20. Um, but thank you all for listening. Um, I'll be back in the next couple of weeks. Um, I will do some draft reaction stuff. I, I want to do um, my opening episode to the Road to Redemption arc, which is all Dynasty related because we're definitely well in Dynasty season. Um, if you are drafting your rookie draft before the actual NFL draft, good luck to you. You're a braver person than I am. Um, I'll be trying that next year. But this year, I'm just going to ease off into it. Um, we will also be doing a, a series called Around the League, uh, following on from our, well, t I'm taking a little bit from Around the NFL in that regard, but I will be taking um, each point of the compass, north, south, east, and west, and taking a look at the best players from the AFC and NFC and building an all AFC and all NFC team, where eventually I'll pick them in a big bracket and we'll see who comes out and it's being the most fancy relevant um, division. But uh, with that, thank you so much for, for watching, listening, however you consume this. It's, yeah, I really love it. And 
to watch it in <laughs> at a time or, or listen to me at a time where there's not really a lot going on um, re- i really appreciate it but hopefully this makes um, for good listening and you know a bit more about the rookies coming up um as always you can you know followers uh here on youtube on on spotify apple play apple Podcasts, wherever you found your podcasts and support us in the normal ways like subscribe all of that fun stuff you can also get us at um buymeacoffee.com slash rugby with pads um i'm putting out my support tiers as well and there will be some merch i promise there will be some merch i'm just trying to find a supplier that i think has got good enough quality there um so for for sponsors of the channel you will be getting merch uh, no doubt as well um please take a look over there that all the links will be in the description thank you as always for listening to me waffle on for for the last 40 minutes and i will see you on the virtual gridiron mm-hmm.